looking to live stronger, longer, and better? Then welcome to Health by Design, hosted by leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. After years of traveling and studying around the world, Roar combines his decades of Western health and fitness knowledge with the many time-proven traditions and secrets of the ancient East to bring you only the best in cutting-edge information and special guest interviews that will have you feeling great, losing weight, and finally grabbing a hold of everything you want out of life. So if you're ready to take control of your body, health, and mind, then it's time for Health by Design. Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. I am host Roar Alexander, and you're listening to Health by Design. Now, I'm not going to say what year it is because I plan on using this exact podcast you're listening to every single year. So it's Happy New Year 20-something. Actually, as you listen to this, it's already going to be scheduled because you can schedule on these podcasts. It's going to be scheduled to come out next January. And it's going to be scheduled to come out the next January after that, if you can schedule that far. I don't know if you can or not, but I will find out. So uh, because the fact is, the stuff I'm telling you isn't going to change. Uh, I could have told you this stuff 100 years ago and it wouldn't change. So I don't really don't see the point of saying exactly which New Year it is. You, if you're listening to this pretty much you know, this week, then you know which New Year I'm talking about. But it's 20-something. So Happy New Year, 20-something. So today we are talking about designing healthier environments for a, well, basically to live stronger, longer, and better in 20 blah. So... Uh, let's just start with that. So the first thing I'd like to say is what, you know, they say home is where the heart is. Well, I'm also going to tell you this, that home is where the health is. Um, And that's because we spend such a large portion of your day or your, at least your, you know, your life in your home. Um, So, you know, it's where you do a big part of your eating, at least a, a chunk of your eating. Uh, it's where you do a big chunk of your relaxing and you're settling down. It's definitely where you don't really do most, if not almost all of your sleeping. So it's an important spot. Let's just look at some simple stats, all right? Uh, let's say you get home from work on average 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. Monday to Friday. Well, that's 14 to 16 hours you are in your home. Um, worst case, maybe it's 12. I don't know. Uh, you work, um, you know, you know, six to nine, whatever. But it, the fact is, you know, you are home from usually around the dinner time till about breakfast time the next morning. So you spend, you know, another six to nine hours at work and thirty minutes to two hours in transit. So this podcast is not just about the home. A big chunk of it's going to be about the home, but this is basically that's why I said I didn't say designing a healthier home for a better 20-something. I said designing healthier environments for a better 20-something because why I am going to be talking about the home, but I'm also going to be talking about your car and your work. So um, I really wanted to just make sure you know that you understand I'm talking about all your personal spaces. These are all your environments. And what I'm going to talk about today is the things that are going to help you develop new habits in this new year and continuing forward to help you reach your health and fitness goals in the most passive and easy way possible. Because if you can set up your environments for success, then you're going to have a really good chance of success. And I'm going to see, I'm going to be talking about 
you know, even the social environments you're in, we're going to be touching on that a little bit. Now, this podcast could literally go hours. So I'm going to go a little bit deep into some things. I'm just going to touch on other things. Now, there is going to be a, a it's not really a part two of this podcast, but think of it as an as a companion to this podcast. And that is going to be on my functional feng shui principles. That is going to have a lot of tie in with this one. So some of the things that I'm only touching on in this podcast I go into a lot deeper on that one. I'm going to go into really deep on the more um, psychological side too. In that one, we'll be talking a little bit more about the use of color, the use of nature elements, stuff like that. So make sure you listen to my next podcast on functional feng shui principles as well. So you can find out, you might be saying, well, what the hell is functional feng shui? Well, that's where you're going to find out what functional feng shui is. So uh, saying that, let's get on to this one, talking about designing healthier environments for uh, a stronger longer and better life going in the future. So the first things that we want to take into consideration when we're designing an environment. So these are the things that I talk to clients about. So I say, okay, what we want to do, we want to design environments that are going to help improve your health, going to help improve and make your habits easier. So what habits exactly are we talking about that have the biggest impact on our success? Well, the first one is eating better, okay? So the very first thing we're gonna talk about, you know, we have to take into consideration is how do I make eating better easier for me? How do I make it passive so I just naturally eat healthier? The next thing is moving more. Whether that's just physical activity, I've talked about it before, non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, or exercising more. Moving more is more important. The fact is, if we eat a little better, eat a little less, and move a lot more, we'll be much fitter, healthier, and happier people. The next thing, really important, this is going down the list here, sleeping better. Okay, now I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that talk about, you know, and I've talked about you, sleeping's very, very important, but the fact is, eating, you know, eating, in my opinion, is the number one. Number one is eating. Um, you know, if you have a really good diet, really good exercise plan, but maybe you're only getting six hours of sleep a night, you're probably going to be okay. Um, you know, we can always improve the sleeping, but if you're sleeping eight to nine hours a night, seven, eight, nine, they're getting great sleep, but your diet sucks, um, then you know what? It, it, it's probably, you know, I think people over-exaggerate just like they They'll try to tell it's almost like the nowadays it's like saying sleep will actually make you fit. It's like, no, no, the eating part still really, really at the top. At the base is the you know, the base, I guess the top, but the base of the pyramid has got to be eating better, then moving more, sleeping better. Fine. Uh, next we're gonna talk about stressing less and relaxing more. We need to we do need to take that into consideration. It's very, very important. Uh, the other things we want to talk about are going to be focus and productivity when required. You know, we like I said, this is about designing healthier habits and living stronger, longer, better. And knowing the time and place, how to improve our focus and how to improve our productivity at the right time, at the right place is really important. And then finally, reducing toxic loads. Now, I'm not going to get into all that on this podcast. I'm not going to talk a lot about the toxic load stuff. That is going to go a lot deeper on that into my functional feng shui podcast where I talk about my four-step process and detoxification is number two. Reducing the toxic load is the second thing I do with clients when we get to that. So make sure you listen to that podcast because it's an important thing. But if I had to put it you know, in a list, it, it, it is coming down that list. Um, arguably, you know, it is coming down the list. Uh, so 
make sure you definitely listen to Functional Feng Shui episodes. It's going to be a lot of fun. So the next thing is, now that we know what we have to take into consideration, you know, I've given you six major points. Eating better, moving better, sleeping better, stressing less, relaxing more, productivity and focus when required, and reducing toxic loads. The next question is, where do I start? And this is where so many people have a problem. Most people... They don't start properly. They don't know where to start or they start very improperly. So the first thing I want to talk about is just the importance of adding. A lot of people, this time of year, this is the time of year people are thinking a lot about restricting, taking away. If you got a you know, brand new personal trainer, he's going to be, take away that junk food, take away this, take away that, you know, t- only the broccoli, you know, take away your milk, take away your gluten, take away your this and that and the other thing. Well, No, what I want to talk about is, you know, when I'm with a client, what I'll do is I look and I'll look at their nutrition plan, I'll look at what they're eating and I'll say, okay, this is the things that you're missing. I never really take anything away at the beginning. I'll say, okay, uh, you know, looking at this, your protein's about 20 grams a day. So all I want you to do is let's try to add in some protein. You know, maybe it says right there, I eat an O'Henry bar for lunch. Hey, fine, then have an O'Henry bar for lunch for, for, for now. For the next little while, I don't care. Let's try to add in some more protein into that, though. Um, quite often, almost every client I've had, uh, I'd say, where's the omega-3s? There's no omega-3s in there. Okay, so let's get an omega-3 in there. I want you to start thinking about what you can add. Can you add a little more walking okay so can little things that we can add now here's the next thing you can't go crazy and changing your entire life routine adding things so you have to say to yourself how can i add this into my current routine for instance let me give you a really stupid easy example let's say your breakfast and this is actually a lot of people's breakfast is a couple pieces of toast a piece of fruit and a coffee I, we do not have any good fats in there and we have no protein. And we, so what we can do is, okay, well, you're already eating breakfast, right? Yes, I eat breakfast at 8 a.m. Okay, great. You're eating breakfast at 8 a.m. I've seen what your breakfast is. I'm not going to tell you, hey, don't eat that white bread. You know, don't, you know, don't have that two tablespoons of sugar in your coffee. I'm not going to do that yet. We'll talk about that later. But what we're going to do right now is I'm going to say, hey, can you add half a scoop of protein powder in there can you add a little bit of ghee or some peanut butter or some kind of nut butter onto that bread is that possible so we can get a little bit of good fats in there and get some protein in there um you know can we you take a walk for lunch um can you add five minutes onto that walk can you go to maybe restaurants a little bit further can you add it you're already out walking can we add an extra walk around the block little things that where if you can start adding the things that you are missing into your routine you're going to be a lot better off then we're going to start to moving into as you get this so we got your protein up to your 80 grams 100 grams a day you know, we've got you having a couple scoops of protein powder a day. We've added on. Great. Now let's start to take away little things. Maybe we can change out that or Henry bar at lunch for a better, uh, you know, maybe a protein bar. And there's even protein bars that taste like candy bars. And again, not the best solution in the world, but much better. I would rather you have, you know, a uh, urban fuel 
vegan, and I'm not saying vegan, but these ones just happen to be very good. An Urban Fuel Vegan Caramel, Salted Caramel Protein Bar. I think they have about 18 grams of protein, 20 grams of fiber, and they actually taste pretty good. So can we do that instead of the O'Henry Bar? Now we've increased. We've got rid of all that sugar. You're still having a sweet bar, but it's got, you know, 20 or 30 grams of fiber. It's ridiculous. I, that's all I remember. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. You got about 16 to 18 grams of protein in it. It's a much better choice. Now, there's this little, so what I'm talking about here, there's a Japanese term for it, kaizen, okay, which means change for the better. Kaizen is so important. I talk about that a lot with my clients, and that basically means small steps to continuous improvement, little tiny changes. Right now, if I add 60 to 70 grams of protein a day in your meals, trust me, you are probably going to be just naturally not eating other things. It's unlikely most people, they just go and they add on all those extra calories. Usually what's going to happen naturally is because they're increasing the protein, something else is going to go down. If you happen to have, you know, if most of your meals are these big uh, rice bowls or quinoa bowls, but now we've added, you know, a chicken breast into there that you weren't eating before, eat the chicken breast first, you're probably going to find I don't have all that room for all that, you know, that two cups of quinoa. So that's going to happen naturally. But the most important thing is, you know, starting with these small little Kaizen steps, and then we can move on to the bigger things later. This is the biggest problem people have at this time of year. They just try to go nuts. The other thing that we have and that we got, this is where you have to start, okay, is this all or nothing mentality has to go. Oh, you know, I'm on my New Year's resolution. I've had a great week of eating clean. But for lunch today, I had two beers at a meeting. And now, fuck it, I'm just going to go have a pizza for dinner tonight. I'm going to be dying on some ice cream. No, 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 no. Just, you know, say, hey, you know what? I had two beers. Not a big deal. Healthy people have two beers and they still maintain health. You can have people with six packs that can have two, three beers and they're still healthy. Okay, it's because those people, they will have two or three beers. Mr. Joe Sixpack over there, super jacked. He can have two beers, but he doesn't go, oh, because I had two beers. I'm just going to eat a ton of junk food tonight. And I'm going to go crazy. And he just says, I had two beers. And I'm going to move on. I go back with my day and I go right back to normal. I'm going to have my regular salmon with my, you know, with my stir fried vegetables tonight. Going to have my, uh, you know, little Indian Italy rice bread and we're all good to go. They don't say it's all or nothing. So, we really have to lose that mentality. And the same thing with the workout. Um, today, for instance, th- this is a great example. Just this morning, I woke up and I was like, I just really wasn't feeling the gym too much. Normally, I go there and, you know, it's, um, and, and it's, I, I load up. You know, right now, I'm in a bit of a heavier stage right now with my training. So I'm trying to go heavier. I'm benching around the 245 marks right now for reps of, you know, three to fives. Um, I got the fat grips on the bar. I got the chain hanging down when I do my dips and I'm dipping with 25 pound or 35 pound plate on me. I, I just didn't want to do that. I just wasn't feeling it today. My shoulder's a little off. Um, so then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm still just going to go to the gym and I only put the rack. I put the bench today at only 135 pounds or so 110 less pounds. I worked on reps of six to eight. I jumped on a shoulder press machine. Normally I don't do that, but I just jumped on you know the old person shoulder press machine. I did a little bit extra triceps just with the rope today. I left my bag in the car. didn't bring in the chains. I didn't bring in anything else. I use the fat grips just because I do like them because they take the pressure off my wrist a bit. 
and I really do enjoy them. But I just went in there today and I just had a decent workout. I just felt good. Um, just lately, I've been I've had to be working extra hard a little bit later this week. So you know the the uh, people go well if I'm not going to be you know going there and like kick ass and I'm not going to you know go and train today. No, I just went in there. I loaded up everything to about 60% of what I normally do. And I just, you know, I just focus on good technique and the lat pull downs normally. Lately, I've been doing around 190s. Today, I just did 135, I think maybe 140. And I did some bicep curls and stuff. And it just felt great. They had a little bit of abs at the end. Then I went and sat in the sauna. So then I came home and took a walk. Now, the wife even says to me, she's like, oh, we don't have time for, you know, our long walk today, you know, because she had to go to work. I said, well, then let's not take a long walk. Let's just go around the block. Literally, literally, let's go up my 75-meter, 100-meter-long block, turn left, go down the next 100 meters, turn left, go down that 100 meters, come back out. It's a 400-meter walk. We ended up today going almost three blocks because it was such a nice day out. But again, I could have just easily said, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. We don't have time to do our normal 30, 40-minute walk today. Um, and we got Damon with us, which is our son. So, you know, he's, he's going to be slower, so we can't do our power walk today. So let's just not do it. No. We just went out and we just enjoyed a walk, you know, and it was great and sunny. We ended up being out a little bit longer, but everything was all good. So, but again, I was just more than prepared to just go around the block. So we really, those are the things we really have to do, right? Start adding, look at what you're missing before you start taking away. Then start taking away the little things that you don't need. Start substituting, like I said, the O'Henry bar goes to an urban fuel bar. Um, maybe your cup of soda or cup of juice starts becoming soda water, flavored water, you know, uh, just little tiny changes like that go on to make big differences. Uh, and then start to move to the bigger things once you have the little thing handled. So that's where we start. Now, we also then, you know, the next thing we, we have to look at planning. And so, like I said, you can add to what you're doing now. But another thing I do with my clients is we sit down and we talk about, your goals, what are the goals you have, and we develop a game plan of behaviors for those goals. You know, so, okay, so your goal is that great. How are we going to do that? Oh, I'm going to train, you know, two, three days a week. And I, and it's my job as a coach. And that's what my next point is. Hiring coaches to help you organize your plan and develop the areas that you need help within, whether it's fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, organization, time planning, movements and habits. So what we do then is we sit down and we say, okay, is this realistic? You haven't been training at all. You've told me you want to train five days a week. Let's pull that back. We're going to do two. And I'm going to have you do all those little Kaizen things, right? Um, but I listen to their goals and we develop a game plan on behaviors. Okay, so we're going to come in the gym and train twice a week. We're going to add that extra 10-minute walk to the lunch walk you're already taking. Or we're going to try to get you out in the morning for a little bit of a walk. You said normally you get up in the morning and you just kind of you know, sit down and watch TV. Now we're going to go for that little walk around the block. The next thing I love to do with them is we grab a 24-hour scheduler, a seven-day-a-week scheduler. And I say, okay, let me go through your week, Monday to Friday. What time you wake up? And I wake up at 6.30. Great, there's 6.30 right now. Okay, what do you do next? So I have breakfast. breakfast. What time is that? 7.15. 7.15, we write breakfast. Um, you know, get in my car at 8.12. Great, 8.12 as it is. You know, get to work at this time. Get to work at that time. And then we start looking. Where are you going to put your workout in there? Oh, wait, hold on. You remembered you got, um, you know, you got the whatever... Whatever it is you do, you got something Wednesday night. I don't know. You take your kid to karate class Wednesday night or whatever it is. Okay, so Wednesday is probably a busy day for you, right? You probably, you're going to be at work all day. 
probably not the best day to plan on coming to the gym. So we'll go like, the, let's just, I'm going to use a really easy person here, Monday to Friday or nine to five or, so then we go, okay, Monday, Friday, nine to five. What days do you, you know, Monday, is it a big day at work? Do you come back and it's kind of a hectic day because everything kind of fell apart on the weekend. You got to get it all together. Um, or So maybe Monday's not the best day for working out. Well, maybe Tuesday because you get all the problems handled on Monday. Tuesday's a little bit easier for you. Uh, we already said that other day. The kid goes to karate is no good. So now we got Friday night. Let's be honest. Most people don't really do a lot. You know, most people, you know, Friday kind of a slacking day at work. So maybe Friday is a good day to get another workout. And then we got your 24-hour schedule for Saturday. Okay, so Saturdays you sleep in a little bit. Saturdays you go to bed a little bit later. You do this, you do that. Sunday we schedule it. We just start scheduling the 24 hours, you know, and we can look at it. That's what I do. I have different days. Monday right now for me, Monday is I start uh, at the gym at 6 a.m. So I go, okay, Mondays, I don't go to the gym in the morning. I do not work out on Mondays. And I get up so early, I literally just wake up. I usually wake up, I do a little bit of stretching on Monday. I get up at 4.45, leave here at 5.40. Um, I do just five minutes of stretching. I make sure I have my coffee, um, you know, and just get ready for the day. Uh, it's not a big day for me. Tuesdays is my workout day. Tuesdays, I start later. So Tuesday, I can work out. Wednesday, I can work out. Thursday, I can work out. Fridays, I do not work out because, again, I have to be back at the gym at 6. Don't leave till 1. Uh, then I have other things to do. Saturday is a gym day for me sometimes, and Sunday is always a gym day for me. Because if you've listened to the podcast before, I told you how I work at the fitness store on um, Sundays. I really enjoy working there. So Sunday mornings are at 7, 8 a.m. Around 7 o'clock, 7.30, I go to the gym. So I can look at my week and go, okay, these are the days I can work out. These are the days I can't. This is when I have this. This is why I take, you know, a day, I got this going on. Yes, there's going to be the odd thing that pops up, parent-teacher day, whatever. There's always, a, oh, a meeting. Okay, so I have to change things around. But for the most part, I can schedule my time about 80% of the time. So that's what I do with clients too. Because like it or not, people like you, people like me, we're creatures of habit, right? Our day-to-day is pretty normal. If you have a nine-to-five, you're actually pretty freaking lucky in a way because you can really schedule your day down. So planning realistic goals, planning times to do it, looking at, okay, maybe we can get up 10 minutes earlier and go for that 10-minute walk in the morning. Is that possible? Yeah, okay. Or no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, great. Um, You said you get home at 6.30. Okay, well, how about this? When you close the car door, let's just go for a walk around the block once. Let's just go walk down the street, get to the corner, turn back around before you go in your house. Small things like that make such big differences. And that's why when I have the 24-hour scheduler, we can start looking at where we can start sneaking things in, adding things in. Or we can start at the same time looking at things we can take away. Even things like, oh, from, okay, I see from 7 till 10, you watch television, right? Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I either watch this or watch that. Great. How about during some commercial breaks or between shows this year on Netflix, between one episode and the next, or even during the bloody show? I mean, who cares? Nothing's really that important. You got to be stuck to it. I was, you know, I was watching The Witcher recently with Henry Cavill. Do some stretches while I'm watching it, you know? I don't think Henry Cavill needs 100% you know, percent of my focus because it's such a hard storyline to follow. You can do a little bit of stretching while I watch it. You know, sit on the floor, legs crossed, do a little bit of stretches. Not a big deal. Again, I'm just adding a little bit of movement into something I'm already doing. I'm not saying, hey, all right, you can't watch Witcher for that hour because you got to go to the gym during that hour. No, that's not the way it works. So 
sit down and plan and say to yourself, okay, what can I realistically do? And for most of us, it's going to be probably, if you haven't worked out, it's probably starting with one, two, maybe three days a week. But again, like I said, Kaizen, small steps, you know, start off at two, work your way up, okay? Earn those extra days at the gym by completing the minimal amount. Say to yourself, hey, you know what? If for the next four weeks I can go to the gym two times a week and I never miss it, then after that four weeks, that six weeks, then I can go three times a week. But if you're going to say, you know what? For the next four weeks, I'm going to go two times a week and and within that four weeks, you already miss one? Well, then you know what? The chances of you going up to three are pretty slim. You already missed one when you only had two. So little things like that. So that is one of the most important things you can do is just a little bit of time planning. I'd like to take a quick break to discuss infrared saunas. And by now you have no doubt heard about the tons of benefits of hitting the sauna at least a few times a week. From decreasing chronic stress, boosting muscle, increasing deep tissue and brain detoxification, improving sleep, relieving pain, and even helping you live longer, that is quite the list and that's not even all of the benefits. But did you know there are huge differences in the quality of infrared saunas? And these could literally mark the difference between making you healthier and making you sicker. Well, there are. And this is why I suggest investing in only the best infrared sauna money can buy. And these are Radiant Health Saunas, a trusted Canadian home sauna brand. Founder Randy Gom, who's been on this very podcast, has completed third-party comprehensive 100-point health tests on his saunas, covering everything from toxic chemicals and fumes to electronic radiations. He's made sure there's zero off-gassing, zero toxins, equal heat distribution, and uses only pure Canadian hemlock wood with the absolute lowest near-zero amounts of EMFs possible. Clean, even heat. No toxins, nearly zero EMFs. And with the one and two person models being able to be plugged right into your typical home wall outlet, some easily small enough to fit into any studio condo apartment and only about 40 cents to run for an entire hour. Believe me, I did a lot of research in choosing the best infrared saunas for my clients, my family, and myself. And Radiant Health Saunas was the clear winner bar none and is one of the best investments you can make into your long-term health. Check them out at www.radianthealthsaunas.com. Then get on the phone with them because they don't sell them online. You got to get on the phone because you're going to have questions. They're going to want to talk to you about which model is best for you. This is not something you just go and buy and have to live. This is not Amazon, okay? So you got to get on the phone with them. But make sure you tell them that Roar Alexander from the Health by Design podcast sent you. Why? Because you will save $500 off any wooden model. You heard me right. $500 off any wooden model of their top quality infrared saunas. And now with that said, let's get back to the show. So, you know, we've talked about time planning, where to start. So now let's actually get into um, some different categories. And I'm going to start, you know, let's start with the home. And then we're going to get into work, car. uh, And then you talk a little bit about your social circles and uh, lifestyle. So home because i said before home is where the health is so home is where we're going to be developing most of our routines this is what we got to get the home under control if you don't get your work under control you don't get your car under control we got to get the home under control so simple things we can do you know 
we can start developing those eating habits, those movement habits, um, those stress habits. So one of the first things I do, especially, you know, for me, I have a number of routines. So we got to start developing routines. So take a look at your evening routines. What kind of sleep routines can we start to make? Can we start turning down the lights earlier? Let's look at your 24-hour schedule. You know you go to bed at 11. What can we do to make sure that you are super tired by 11? Can we turn down the lights at 9.30? Can we put on some blue blocking glasses? Can we get the TV turned off? Can we at least get the brightness turned down? So we got to start developing those morning routines or sleep routines. And then even for the gym, I have my routine. I do every single night. When I know I'm going to the gym the next morning, because I usually get up around 5.30 every morning. Sometimes days I even get up a little bit earlier. I don't want to get up right now in Vancouver. It is pitch freaking black until like eight in the morning. I don't want to be stumbling around having to turn on the lights, you know, waking up the wife, you know, making a bunch of noise, perhaps waking up Damon at six, six a.m. in the morning, five forty-five. So every night, this is what I do. And this is exactly, I'm not saying to do my routine, but this is what I do. First thing I do is I make sure all the dishes are done before I go to bed. So that way when I get up in the morning, I have a beautifully empty clean kitchen i don't have to stick my hand to a bunch of stinky dirty water it's one of my things that drives me nuts so that's the first thing i do because literally i'm not joking walking into just a nice kitchen in the morning where i have my protein shake which i'll get to so i you know what it just makes you feel good so wash i wash the dishes put them all in the dryer they're all dried out there then i take my plastic cup okay I want, really want to get a stainless steel shaker cup, but right now I just got an old school plastic cup. I put in one scoop of protein powder, half a scoop of collagen, and I place that down on the counter with the lid on top. Why? Because in the morning, I don't want to have to do that at 6 in the morning. I just want to add water to the cup. If I could add the water, I would do that too. But the fact is, you don't want to do that and leave it overnight. It's not fun. So I just leave the dry powder there. I also leave an empty spoon beside the cup. Why? Because that spoon's my reminder to take my fish oil that's in the fridge. So I leave the teaspoon there and then I know, okay, yeah, hey, never forget my fish oil because the spoon is a visual reminder. It's sitting right there. I also have a glass of water that I leave out overnight. It just sits there, you know, so it's warm in the morning. It's a little glass of water that's sitting right there. Sometimes I'll have some apple cider vinegar in it. Right now I'm out of apple cider vinegar, but just sits there all night long. That way I do not forget to have my water. In the evening as well, I fill up the water kettle. The stainless steel water kettle is full and it is just waiting for me to. So in the morning I come and I just flick it on. Beside that is the French press full of coffee grinds. I, again, morning, I do not want to be messing around. Every time I forget, if I forget to do it, I always end up like spilling the coffee or making extra noise. This way I can stay silent and I ever get everything done. The next thing I do in the evenings, okay, this is all for my next morning. I lay out my gym clothes and I lay out my gym bag. I put down the shorts. I put down the socks, I put down the shirt, I put down the pants. I make sure I look in my bag, oh, do I have my swim goggles? Yes. Do I have my yoga strap for stretching? Yes. Do I have my copper water bottle? Yes. Do I have the book I'm going to be reading in the sauna? Yes. Do I have my towel? Yes. I do, are my shoes, did I bring my shoes inside the house or are they sitting outside the door ready to go? Yes. This way, I don't have to flip on the light. Now, the other night I didn't do it. I'm not saying I'm perfect. The other night I did not do it. 
just I came home. It was quite late. I just I was just tired. I forgot. Next thing I know, in the morning, oh goddamn, where's it's six in the morning? Where's my towel? Where's this? Where's that? I can't find my gym bag. It was so freaking annoying. I'm like, oh, drives me nuts. So start developing your routines. These are easy things. Takes about ten minutes to get it all done. That is my routine for my mornings. Um, oh, the other thing I do is I go to my aromatherapy diffuser and I fill it with water and I add 10 drops of peppermint oil. So that way in the morning, again, I wake up, I flick on all the lights out there in the living room and the kitchen, and I turn on my peppermint diffuser. And that is how I love to have my mornings. Then if you follow me on Instagram, you know what I do is after I make my coffee, I get it going. I then go and I sit in front of my SAD lamp for about uh, five to 10 minutes while I drink my coffee, get ready for the gym. So that is my exercise and morning habits. Some mornings, I will go for a walk. The mornings that I don't go to the gym, I always go for a walk. So I always make sure that I have my gloves beside me because right now what I like to do is I like to go on these cold immersion walks where it was uh, one degree the other day and I go out for about a 30 to 40 minute walk in nothing but my little, you know, my little uh, cottony linen pair of like hospital style pants. Basically, just black long underwear, uh, baggy ones, you know, the pajama bottoms, basically. And I just head out. And the only thing I wear is those little flannel pants and a pair of gloves. And I have my uh, podcast with me ready to go. So I always make sure my earphones are ready, too, because nothing's worse than having to look. Right now, literally, uh, I cannot find my earphones. So whatever I did, I did not put them back in the right place when I came home today. So those are kind of some, those are kind of my movement. I either have a movement routine or a gym routine. And I always decide, you know, I always know the night before, uh, you know, so tomorrow's a walking day or tomorrow's a gym day. Um, eating habits, okay? Like I talked about, I talked about my water. I talked about my coffee. One of the easiest things you could do is just come down with your meals. You don't have to get super, super creative on meals. Decide yourself. These are three breakfast I like or these are three breakfasts that are easy maybe it's a smoothie maybe it's some overnight oats maybe it's an omelet those are kind of my three go-tos super super easy have your three different breakfast have a few different lunches maybe a couple snacks and then have your dinners picked for the week again just a little bit of planning goes a really long way have healthy foods on display. So important when they do look at the blue zones. The first thing they notice is that almost all these blue zone houses have fruit bowls. They don't have a bunch of junk food. Okay, If there's a chocolate cake on your counter, you're going to eat that chocolate cake. If there's a little bowl of grapes, you're probably going to eat some grapes, right? Which one's better, grapes or the cake? Now, if you're one of these carnivore guys, you, hell, you might even say cake, but it's not. It's the grapes, okay? So having healthy foods on display. Again, if you've watched my YouTube, I have all my spices in clear jars so I can see them all. I have my rice. I don't take my, you know, I don't take Uncle Ben's rice here, keep it in the brown box in the cupboard. I take it and I put it right into a jar right away, a glass jar, and I put it on display. I took the shelves off some of my kitchen cupboards so I can literally see all my foods. I try not to have foods hiding in the back of the fridge, foods hiding in the back of shelves. Um, I make sure everything is up front. Keep the junk food out of your home, okay? Such a priority. If you got junk food in your house, you'll eat it. There's those people that, oh, just hide in the back of the cupboard. Yo, no. No, you're going to eat it. Just get it out. Don't even have it in there. You don't need it. So just get that stuff right out of there, okay? You'll never have a problem with it. 
And then finally, make sure you got good cooking tools, right? Have the right tools. Have those smaller plates, those smaller cups. Start getting in the habit of you know, measuring your food a little bit. Okay, when I have rice, I'm going to fill this little bowl or I'm going to fill this measuring cup and that's my serving. Start understanding serving sizes. For a couple weeks, start measuring things a bit just and then you can eyeball it after a little bit. You know, it's very easy. How much, eight, you know, six ounce steak, how big is that? Well, if you've never measured it, you really don't know. So measure it out. Okay, that's how big it is. You know, do that a couple times. You never have to measure again. So those are simple things you can do for eating habits to start developing better habits. Um, for movement, you know, besides the exercise stuff I talked about, the walk, start building yourself, you know, a little, have a stretching space, have some yoga mats, start having some functional furniture. I've talked about that before. I have a Japanese style dining table. I have to get down on my knees to eat. Uh, we sit on the floor, like wife's from Thailand. We all, we, all of our meals are on the floor. You know, we eat our meals on the floor at our little Japanese style table. We sit on floor cushions all the time. Don't even own a chair, right? Always just go, I call it functional furniture. Even a squatty potty in the toilet is functional. Gets you into that squat position outside of the gym. Very, very passive squat, right? Um, Build yourself a zen zone. I talk about this in functional feng shui too. Have your little area of your home. You got areas for pooping, areas for eating, areas for sleeping, areas for watching TV. Where is your meditation area, your journaling area, your reading area, a place where you could just sit back, maybe put on aromatherapy, sit beside the rock lamp and just zen out for a few minutes. Hence why it's called the Zen Zone. One meter by one meter for you Americans, that's about three and a half, three and a half, maybe four feet by four foot little space, you know, throw a little, a couple of nice little blankets down there, go grab yourself a couple of little Zabutons or Zafus from, you know, some little uh, boutique shop somewhere and have some fun with it. Lots of floor cushions nowadays, you know, throw a um, beanbag chair down on there. Um Next thing, right? Have visual reminders, vision boards, have a promise contract. At our gym, we use promise contracts. We say, okay, you've agreed to, this is your goal. These are the behaviors that you've agreed to do. I sign it. The client signs. And then we say, hang this up on your fridge, put this on your cupboard, wherever it's got to go. Have a promise contract, have visual reminders. I talked about this with the food. It's always great to have reminders of your goals visually. Another great one is vision boards, the things I want to do for this year, the things I want to accomplish. Have them. Don't just have them in your head, but have them on display. So, so important. I talk about that again a lot in Functional Feng Shui on my fourth pillar, which is um, optimization. Um, another thing I have is, you know, whiteboards on walls. You can write your goals on there, to-do lists, reminders, um, anything like that that's just going to help, you know, if you keep everything in your brain, you're going to forget and you're going to miss things. So go there and start writing down your goals, your to-do list, write down the things that are important to you. So those are just some of the basic things you could do at home to start creating good habits. Let's move on to work. The first question is, you know, do you care about your health or do you care more about what other people think? So be that guy that buys the standing desk. You know, if you're the only one in the office, fuck it, so be it. You're the guy with the standing desk. You got the money or whatever, be that guy, be that girl that buys the treadmill desk. Wow, you know, throw it down there. 
Be the guy, be the girl that has the Swiss ball to sit on. Don't worry. Oh, they're so pretentious. Shut the fuck up. No. Get down there and care about your health. Get the Swiss ball to sit on. Get the standing desk. Get the standing desk converter. You can't get switch out your desk. You can go buy a desk converter. I don't know too many bosses that are going to care if you get that little wooden converter that can sit on top of your desk and make it go up and down. Have one at my work. I'm the only one that uses it. The regular front desk staff never uses it. Whatever. Doesn't interfere with their job. They still sit. They do everything. It's completely normal. But I have the option of making it standing. Um, Snacks. Keep non-perishable snacks at work. Things that you can put in your drawer. Protein bars. Have some protein powder. Have a collagen powder there. Keep an extra shaker cup there. Have some healthy snacks. It's going to prevent you from going down to the local Tim Hortons or local Starbucks downstairs. You know, going to the variety store and buying a bunch of crap. Or, you know, somebody brings in a box of donuts to work. You end up eating the donuts. Just have yourself some non-perishable healthy snacks. Things where you don't have to even keep them in the fridge. So you don't have to worry about other people stealing them. While you're at your walking desk or even at your sitting desk. Let's say you don't get a walking desk for some reason. I don't know why you wouldn't. But let's just say you don't. Have a timer set up every 30 minutes. Beep, beep, beep. You stand up, you walk around, okay? Something as simple like that. It's just a little reminder. Hey, it's time to stand up. Now, use that Swiss ball if you can, you know, for sitting on, but still make sure you're getting up, walking around. Having a timer is going to remind you of that every single time. Other little things, you know, taking the stairs, anything like that. But just think, how can I? I spend, you know, eight hours a day at my work. How can I make this work a better place for me to be to help hit my goals? The next thing you could think about too when it comes to your work, you know, for the productivity, can you have a little aromatherapy diffuser there that has, you know, because it work, productive, focus, right? So can you have... Uh, maybe an SAD light at your work. You know, if you have, especially if you have a cubicle in your own office, maybe you can have an SAD light there that you can put on for a few minutes throughout the day uh, just to give you a little bit of extra bright light, pep you up. Can you have aromatherapy with a little bit of peppermint? Maybe you can't have the actual machine because it smells. Maybe wear an aromatherapy bracelet. You could take a few sniffs from a aromatherapy necklace. Um, you know, you could have maybe the little glass one with the little reeds in it that doesn't make the rest of the office smell, but it'll still give your station that little bit of a boost. So lighting is another one, right? If you are working late at night, I guess I already talked about lighting with a satellite, but if you're working late at night, maybe you have your own office, can you use iFlux on your computer? Can you use a bedtime bulb to help, you know, so you're not so wired. If you're working at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, uh, we have this yoga at our gym called the Hina Yoga. And it uses, uh, we use the bedtime bulb for that because it helps to balance your circadian rhythm. And I tell people, guys, don't come to this yoga. Get all relaxed. We brought these, you know, these these light bulbs. We got all these special lamps for you. We got all this. We got use aromatherapy that helps you chill out. And then just go into the back, turn on the lockers, and flip open all the fluorescent lights. I mean, that just you just completely screwed over everything we just did for the last hour. Uh, I actually tell people when you leave here, you should be wearing, and I bring them, wear your yellow, blue blocking glasses after you leave this yoga class. You know, go home with the blue blocking glasses on. Some of you got to get on a train. Well, then put on the blue blocking glasses. 
Little things like that make big differences. So when you get home, you're still in that semi-relaxed state. There's no point in coming to a yoga class, this Ahina Recharge Yoga class, to literally just wake up your brain again right after and ruin everything you did in the last hour. So think about your lighting. Um, you know, think about your snacks, think about your movement at work, all those little things that you can do. Some of them don't cost you a thing. Little timer, just use your watch, use your phone. Every 30, 40 minutes, ding, 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 I get up, I take a walk, didn't it cost you anything? Drop a couple hundred bucks, get a standing desk converter. You got your own office, you got more money, get a standing desk. You got more money than that, get yourself a walking standing desk. Don't worry about what other people care. Don't feel like you're that odd one. You know, just just do it. I don't care. People all the time are asking me about my standing desk at work. They're like, oh, those things are really great. Like, oh, I've really thought about getting one of those. I'm like, yes, get one for sure. Go out there, grab yourself a, you know, home. We got talked about that. Work, we talked about that. We got that covered. Now let's talk about your car, okay? Keep your car clean. Messy people messy lives okay keep your car nice and clean wash it trust me you are probably going to make better choices in your car if you have a nice clean car you got a car that's full of fast food wrappers all over the ground and junk food you're probably a person who's going to continue to eat junk food and crap okay have a nice clean car wash that guy take care of your car okay remember like i said messy people messy lives junk food car junk food life Try not using drive throughs much. You still want to go out and eat? Fine. Park. Park and walk in. All right? Maybe a lot of the times you'll say, God, there's nowhere to park around here. Well, then I guess you just don't go there. So try to not use drive throughs Do not eat in your car. Okay? Really bad habit. Just pulling up to a window in your car, get your burgers, get your fries, get your nuggets. You know, I'm not going to lie. I've done it occasionally. And yeah, every now and then, I'm not saying never do it again. I'm not saying you could never use a Wendy's or McDonald's drive-thru again in your life. But cut it down a lot if your goal is to get fitter and stay that way for the future. Worst case, at least park, walk in. Next thing you can do with your car, right? You're probably thinking, God, car, like, what can you talk about? I've already talked about two things. Now the third thing, park further away. It's that time of year. Everybody wants to go to the gym. They're running for the treadmills, yet they're still looking for the closest parking spot. When you go, next time you go to Walmart, park at the back. You know how there's no spots at the front? There's a lot at the back. I Trust me, went to Ikea the other day. A lot of spots at the back, none in the front. You know, people are just sitting there parking, waiting, backing up, reversing, curling. Like, just park at the back. There's an entire empty rows. So park further away. Just get used to doing that. Just make it a habit. And then finally, with your car, how about this? How about just not using it as often? Can you walk to that store? That store is what, maybe a kilometer away? You could probably walk to it. Can you walk to school? Can you do a little more walking and just using the car a little bit less think if you asked yourself can i do it you probably find out you can there's going to be definitely times where you really don't need the car but you're just taking it maybe it's you know the the, the kids school's a couple blocks up okay yeah it only takes me two minutes to drive there but it takes me nine minutes to walk well you know what just walk it okay
That's all I can say about that. So four points already about just what we can do, things we can fix in our cars and things that we can do with our car to help us hitting our goals. Coming to our social groups, let's start creating some new habits there. Number one, hang out with like-minded people. Find people who value health and value fitness as much as you do. Join groups. Join meetups. You know, if you're into biohacking, there's biohacking meetups. If you want to try doing meditation, there's meditation meetups. There's yoga meetups. There's hiking meetups. There's so many different things you can do. If one of your problems, one of your reasons why you have bad habits is because you're hanging out with the people. Oh, well, you know, those are the guys and we go out. Those, It's every night it's drinking. That's what we do after work. We go out and we drink for, you know, four nights of the week, five nights of the week. That's just that's the way it is in Hong Kong a lot, guys. When I live there, you work, you go out for drinks, you go out for food. You got to start meeting up some new people. Go to the gym instead. Start meeting up some different groups. So now... Four or five nights of the week, I'm going to go to that yoga class. Four or five nights of the week, I'm going to go with this other group. Maybe it's a simple group. Maybe it's just a a reading group. Honestly, I'd rather you sit and talk about books than sit and drink beers. You know? So just think about that. Think how, what can I do in my social circles or what kind of social circle can I create That'll help me start developing better habits. And it's not hanging out with people whose actions and whose habits take away from or distract you from the things you are trying to accomplish. So I just wanted to touch about that really quickly. And finally, the last thing I want to talk about, you know, is just a few lifestyle changes. I've already talked about this more a little bit, but you know, I'm only gonna talk about a couple today, and it's mostly just walking. Walking is so important. It's something we don't do much. If you can get out in nature a little more often, you have a park near you, visit the park more often. Try to get up to the park. This morning's walk, like I told you, we were only going to go around the block. We ended up walking up to the park, and then it was kind of nice and sunny, so we ended up walking in the middle of the park because a great view of the Rocky Mountains from there. Try to add those morning walks, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, Try adding an after-meal walk, especially after dinner. And if you're eating later at night, even more important, try to get out there and do that little after-dinner walk. It really helps with digestion. Stretching during commercial breaks, sitting on the floor, little tiny lifestyle changes, little habits that you can start to develop that are going to help you make big differences in the future so guys so many things that you can do that are small changes those are kaizen but are going to make big differences going into your future so you don't have to keep making these weight loss resolutions every single year this stuff here what i just told you about this is the basics this is you know you follow this stuff You are already 70% on your way there. You haven't had to cut out major food groups. I haven't talked about powerlifting or Olympic lifting or CrossFit or F45 or going to the gym five, six days a week and busting your ass. I haven't talked about doing sprints. I haven't talked about running up mountains, doing triathlons, right? I've talked about things like parking further away, using a standing desk, uh, you know, just getting your clothes ready for the next day, Uh, you know, uh, what else I talked about here? Um, 
yeah, having snack, healthier snacks at work, using a standing desk. Did I say that already? I don't know. Um, having a cleaner car, not using the drive-throughs, having healthy foods on display. You know, drinking a cup of water in the morning, getting the junk food out of your house. You know, so many little things we can do. And like I said earlier, hire coach or hire coaches. That is what people like me are here for. I have clients and I have a team of coaches that I use. I work with a holistic nutritionist to help you develop nutrition plans. Sure, I can write you a diet. I can I can write you a nutrition plan right now that would work quite well. But I'm going to go and I'm going to send you to the pro. And she's going to give you a really good, solid plan that works with your lifestyle. And then it's going to be my job to help you stick to that. If there's something there that doesn't work, I can help you make tweaks. I'm going to help you with your lifestyle. We're going to help you get organized. I'm going to help you with your time planning. I'm going to help you with your movement. I'm going to help you create those habits. And of course, going to help you with your fitness too. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Please, again, if you did, make sure you visit my website at www.roaralexander.com. You can go and you can see my different coaching options that I have there. Um, there's a whole bunch of different you know, coaching options I have. You can go to www.roaralexander.com slash free call. You can set up a 20-minute coaching call with me. Um, you can follow my blogs on there. I do new blogs quite often. Um, you, I also have my healthy home transformation program on there where I, you know, we talk about functional feng shui. Um, so please, again... Go check that out. Let me know if you need help. If you're sick of the crap, if you need help and you want some coaching and you're like, you know what? The stuff he says resonates with me, but he covered a lot of things. Um, you know, Maybe I could call this guy and he could help me start to organize this using Kaizen, using those small steps to bigger steps. And believe me, we will get big. You know, with my coaching clients, we do genetic testing, okay? I mean, that's pretty big, right? We get into DNA testing. Um, We get into some sophisticated strength and conditioning programs eventually. But at the beginning, I get you on basic fitness plan, some basic nutrition plans, watching your steps. Let's make sure you know what time you're going to sleep. From there, we can move into a little bit of biohacking. We can talk a little bit about cooking. We can start using about spices. I can start changing your, hey, did you actually know there's no such things as breakfast foods and dinner foods in like 90% of the world? Most of them, you know, you can eat leftovers for breakfast. What the hell? Did you just say I can eat my last night's roast beef dinner? I can have that for breakfast? Oh, yes, you can. So, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, and please share it on your social media. Share it anywhere you can. And of course, until next time, I am here to help you live stronger, longer, and of course, and as always, a heck of a lot better. So thanks again, guys, and I will talk to you again very soon. 
This has been the Health by Design podcast with Canada's leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Health by Design through your favorite podcast provider. And then don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to stay up to date with my latest blogs, speaking events, and exclusive interviews with guests from all around the world. While you're there, be sure to check out my coaching options to help you on your own personal health journey, set up your free call, and together, let's see how I can help you starting today. And until next time, remember, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better. Better.